For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey there, this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I am your host, Nina Perez, and we are here to discuss life topics to challenge and transform your thinking. Let's do this. Hey guys, this is Nina Perez and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Thank you so much for watching. This show is created to discuss life topics to hopefully challenge and transform your thinking. So today I have someone here who has been impacting my life in a very big way. And his name is Justin Schenk. And he helps coaches produce and monetize their podcasts and has been named the top eight podcaster to watch and chosen as an icon of influence in this new media space. So what started out to connect with top people and inspire others has become a way of life. And now he's getting played in over 100 countries every single week, and he is able to make a greater impact than he ever could imagine. So that's huge, Justin. And did I say your name right? Is it Justin Schenk? Oh, you killed it. I was, I got real nervous. I always get nervous right before somebody says my name uh, and uh, you, you killed it. So thank you. Okay, good. I'm like, I got to get this right. I mean, I, I listen to you all the time. I have to get this right. So Justin, the way I like to start off straight talk is just to have you introduce a little bit more of yourself. That's why I give such a short uh, entry of you because I want to get into the nitty gritty of who Justin is. So go ahead and let's start off with that. Yeah. I mean, it's such a, a broad question, right? Like I, I feel it's so funny. I don't, I don't ever know how people should introduce me. I actually filled out a form one time to be on a podcast. This is like a year and a half, two years ago. And, and somebody was like, how do you like to be introduced? And I put, I literally put in this question, I put Justin question mark. Um, but you know, for me, I, I, you know, I identify myself as a podcaster, entrepreneur and speaker. Um, five and a half years ago, I started podcasting, not really know, knowing what I was doing. Um, and it's taken me on this wild journey. And, and that has led to, I, I own a podcast production coaching company, which you alluded to. Um, I also help people overcome limiting beliefs and shifting their mm -hmm. mindset and coaching from that standpoint. Um, I host retreats, live events. Before COVID, I spoke all over the country on both podcasting and sharing my own personal story and journey. Um, and I just feel blessed that I decided to buy a $60 microphone five and a half years ago um, and ended up being able to use that as my vehicle to really spread my purpose and my journey, you know? And um, this whole entire thing, uh, 
the way I, I believe that it took off because it lent into my purpose versus just something that I was doing. And mm. when I, when I originally had the idea for the podcast, I wanted to connect with entrepreneurs similar to what it says in the bio. And I wanted to ask them the, the right questions for me so I could take that information and instill it into my life. Cause at that point I had three failed businesses. And like, I was like, I want to be an entrepreneur. The idea of this freedom sounds amazing, uh, but clearly I'm not very good at it. I keep failing. Uh, and then five months before I launched the podcast was the worst day of my life. And, and my mm. mom lost a 20 year battle to opioids. Um, mm. And I remember walking into the hospital room and she was intubated in the hospital bed. And I remember just thinking there has to be so much more to life at that point. And, and it really, sent me on a journey of understanding yeah. self-love self-worth how do you enjoy life even in those rock bottom moments and even greater how do you create your own purpose and your own passion from those rock bottom moments and that's really what has become my platform my podcast and everything else in between it's amazing, right? When you go through something so traumatic, how it shifts your thinking and you can go one way or another, right? So um, it's, you know, impressive that you decided to go, uh, you know, in the route of uh, caring for yourself and, and also trying to impact the lives of others, as opposed to following, right? The footsteps of maybe getting into some addiction yourself. Um, was that something that you struggled with at all? Um, addiction at all in no, your lifetime you know, or it's funny. I, well, I shared with you before we have recorded that I've never smoked weed in my life. And I just interviewed Ricky Williams, who's known as like a cannabis connoisseur, right. um, <laughs> but, but no, I didn't. And you know, it's funny. People ask me all the time, like, how did you do that? And, and honestly, mm -hmm. the statistics say that if your parents an addict, you have a 50% chance of being an addict. Mm -hmm. uh, and if your parents in jail, you have 50% chance of being in jail. And what I didn't share was at one point in my life, my dad was actually in jail. And so okay. you really add that up. Like I'm a hundred percent screwed at that point, right? Like right. you take the two pieces, slap them together. And, and who knows? Right. Um, but I was fortunate in a, in a sense when I was a child. Yeah, my parents had their own demons, but they were great parents, and they and they loved oh, me good. and they supported me wholeheartedly. And I believe that was like the 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 shift of like why didn't I go down that road? Now I will share with you when, when my mom passed away. Like most people who go through grief and depression and sadness, um, I buried that in alcohol for for about three to four months, where I was and with no joke, no exaggeration, I was blackout drunk six to seven nights a week. Um, wow. And I was just numbing the pain, right? And um, my my awakening was I actually had a coach at the time. It was a, a spiritual uh, guru for me, and she called me one day out of the blue. It wasn't a day we were scheduled to talk, and I answered the phone. And she was like, "What are you doing tonight?" And I said, "Oh, I'm going out with some friends." And she knew my patterns, and we talked about my. I was very aware of my patterns, right? Like I right. knew what I was doing. Um, and she goes, "No, you're not." She said, "You're gonna sit sit there and feel your shit." Uh, and so, oh. sorry, can I curse? Yes. Okay. Of course. Uh, it's a so straight she talk. Said, yeah, she said, <laughs> you get, you're going to have to sit there and feel that shit tonight. And, uh, you know, it was Oof. one of the, the hardest nights of my life. Um, and I did also, you did it. You actually did it. I did. I did it. And I, I did an exercise where I wrote a letter to my mom uh, and sharing my anger and my happiness and all the things in between with her. And I set it on fire and I let it go. And um, the next morning I woke up and, and was it all fixed? No, but I felt 20 pounds lighter and mm -hmm. I felt like, okay, now I can start moving forward. And so to answer, to, to answer your question, I didn't go down that road. There was a glimpse that I could have continued to go mm -hmm. down that road. Yeah. Um, but, I, but, you know, I was fortunate enough that I had the right people around me to, to push me and, and make sure that I continued down the right direction. 
Yeah. I mean, that sounded like a powerful moment, right? Because I mean, let's be real. I mean, she, yeah, yeah. The, the spiritual, is it a female? I, I always yeah. keep saying she, okay. So yeah. she, um, you know, told you, nope, you're going to sit there and feel your shit. But the truth is, is you could have been like, Psh, I ain't feeling nothing. Right. I mean, cause you have the right to do that. So that, so there's a drive in you, I think naturally, right. So there's a drive in you that says, okay, I do have to sit here and feel this. I do have to, conquer this right yeah. do you think that comes from from the upbringing like did you did were you um a sports player because i noticed that in a lot of sports players like they are really like hyper focused and determined i'm not a sports player but i do notice that with my guests when i speak to them about you, yeah, know. you know it was something it's something that came later in my life i played sports as a young kid and i was actually fairly okay. decent at baseball um but i ended up breaking both of my hips when i was a kid and so that that took the sports away from me but i think the the mindset of that came later so when i was 19 mm. Um, when I was 19, I got a job in direct sales because I also wasn't a good student. So college wasn't the path that I was taking. And I got a job in direct sales. And, and in that, number one, that was my introduction to, okay, I, I like this idea of being in control of making my own finances. Um, but my mentor within that job handed me a book and it was called Who Moved My Cheese? And this book was about, book. If, it's amazing, right? And if you <laughs> haven't read it, or anybody listening hasn't read it, it's about things are going to happen around you. Change is going to happen that you have no control over, but what you have control over is the, your response to that change. Yeah. Um, and that shifted my mindset to be like, okay, yeah, these things happened to me as a kid. Yeah, these things will continue to happen to me, but how am I going to change that? Um, and I, I got this innate drive uh, as, as I got older to, to really make an impact in the world. And I think the end of the day, I, I kind of looked at myself and I said, look, um, you're not going to be able to make the impact you want to make if you go down this road. You can't play both mm. sides of the fence, right? And so for me, it was that big vision, that big picture of where I want it to be, which was what I do now speaking on stages and events and all this stuff that really uh, got me out of that at a very, very quickly. Uh, and then I was able to kind of make those shifts. And so it wasn't the sports. It wasn't a, a young age thing. Like my parents were, it's funny. I got poor grades most of my life and my parents were just kind of like, okay, study harder. Like there was not, I was never pushed um, from right. that standpoint. Uh, but it, it really, I think more than anything, it was understanding, like I have this bigger vision in my life of where I want to be. And that was the driving force. Like, I need to snap out of this and, and kind of move forward. Do you think that that mind uh, change and that shift in you made you a better entrepreneur as well? Because I know you said earlier, like, I need to change. I need to change this. I have four failed things, blah, blah, blah. So did, did, does that help? You know, that shift in your mind of like, I got to get, I got to do this. A hundred percent. I mean, that mm -hmm. was, so I'll, I'll share this with you. So I've done now 370 plus episodes of my podcast and I've wow. talked to some of the, 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 the top thought leaders and entrepreneurs and some billionaires and celebrities on my show. And, and there's a question that I ask every single person. It's a two-part question. The first thing is, what's your definition of success? And the second part is, what are three things you do every single day to ensure that success for yourself? And I, I realized the pattern in the answer in that question wasn't the success part. Um, but the second part of that is what do you do every single day? And it was mm -hmm. that they poured into themselves, right? They did something for themselves every single day to make sure they could help others. And I realized what I was doing, I was trying to build this thing where I would help other people, but I wasn't helping myself. That's and good. so I think the big shift in that bot rock bottom moment of like my mom, my mom was a great mom, but she didn't take care of herself. My mom was a great mom, but she didn't love herself. My mom was a great mom, but she didn't know that there was light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. And so when it all came to a, a screeching halt for her, uh, you know, I, I think it, it created that shift for me to be like, okay, 
these are the things I need to do. And so the biggest thing that I realized was, cause I mean, from 19 to, I didn't really become a full-time entrepreneur till I was 33. So from 19 to 33, uh, closer to 30, it was really, I was kind of lost. I was like, mm-hmm. I was taking in a bunch of information. I, you know, towards the end, I was listening to podcasts, but then I was reading books and I was doing all this stuff, uh, but I wasn't taking any action and I wasn't actually doing the things I, I had to do to become the person that I wanted to be in the public eye. And um, so, yeah, for me, it was really that uh, a culmination of all of those things that rock bottom moment mixed with, I need to start taking action if I don't want to end up unhappy when I die. And that's the main thing for me. Yeah. And the the reason I asked that is because I feel like everybody has a different response, right? They think, I always ask, like, do you think anybody can be an entrepreneur or can anybody just kind of drive themselves? And you get two different answers, right? Like one is no, no, you got to be born with that in you. And then some people are like, well, you can kind of teach it. But I love what you said, because it is a shift of the mind. It's literally you shifting your intention, your mindset and saying, you know what, I'm, I'm bad at this. So let me work on this or let me switch that. Right. So and I know that that's huge for you because I, I follow you and I follow a lot of your podcast and what you do. And I know that you have um, uh, something that you really focus on and you teach, which is the four pillars, right? Do you mind if we get into that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I love, I, I love, I love that teaching um, uh, that you um, you put out there in your podcast. You also do it in, in your retreats, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd love to talk about that because I know that you have a four that you really focus on. Break it, yeah, break you know, it down, Justin. Break yeah, it down. It really, you know, the four <laughs> pillars came from I, you know, for the longest time, the growth now movement was about growing in all areas of your life, and I was like, what does that even mean? Uh, mm-hmm. And I looked back about a year ago. I looked back and I was like, what is what is this really? What what is it that we're focusing on? Yeah, we were motivating people all over the world, and people were coming to my events, and I was like, but what is this really? Like, what what are we changing? What are we shifting? And I realized that every single conversation I had, everything that I shifted in my life uh, to, to reach the fulfillment and happiness and success that I wanted was in these four pillars. And that is business slash finance, right? Uh, your mm-hmm. finances, because it's not, not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Um, right. I think that's the big thing. I think that, you know, people who are entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs thinks everybody wants to be, but that's just not the case. <laughs> so so true. Business and finances, uh, right. spirituality, wellness, and relationships. And I realized that these are the pillars in our life that we need to pour into daily in order to uh, mm-hmm. get to that place in our life where we have fulfillment. And why do I talk about fulfillment versus success or that goal that we all want to achieve, right? And, and I, I'm, a be, I'm a believer in goals. I just don't think that they really matter at the end of the day. Yes, it gives you a direction, but goals don't matter. Because if you have a goal for a million dollars, God bless you. I want you to get there. But I promise you when you get to a million, you're going to go, okay, how do I make 10 million? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's immediately what's going to happen. There's no fulfillment in that. But the fulfillment is the things inside of you innately that you wake up every day and you actually want to live your life. And that is number one, making sure you're financially secure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two, making sure you have the right relationships in your life, whether that's a significant other, uh, friends, business partners, whatever, making sure that it's the right relationships, your wellness. Look, we got to be healthy, right? Like we want to make sure that we are headed in the right direction in our health. So that way when we are older, because we're all going to get there, when we're older, we want to be able to enjoy life a little bit more than just sitting on the couch. Uh, And then spirituality, which has become a huge pillar for me um, because it was something that growing up like in a church and, and, you know, being a Christian, being raised that way, spirituality was the big shift of like, oh, it's so much more than just an understanding or a mold or a pattern 
spirituality is the energy that flows around us. And mm -hmm. how do we make sure that this energy works in, in our favor instead of against us? Because a lot of times if we're going against that energy, we've got no shot. Uh, and so if we're <laughs> able to pour into those four pillars, we'll find fulfillment, even if we haven't reached our goals. But here's the That's crazy good. part. Here's the crazy part about the four pillars. I realized that when we start focusing on just pouring into these four things daily, small increments of growth, the rest of the stuff tends to start chasing you. Money starts chasing you. The right, start, the right people start to chase you. Uh, it becomes easier to make the healthier choice. Like yeah. it's unreal how working on it, all of a sudden it becomes super easy and all of a sudden all these gifts start flowing into your life. And so the four pillars have become really the foundation of pretty much anything I talk about now. And like you said, you know, we do these retreats that focus on them. Um, and it's been a game changer, not only for me, but also the people that I've taught. Yeah, I bet it has because I'm um, just listening to you when you are, are touching on these in your podcast and stuff has actually helped me too. And um, one of the things that you just said was that the things start chasing you. And I mean, you're so right. You know, ever since this year has started and I decided to shift my mindset and make, you know, my podcast, my thing and, you know, all of that. And I, I even took your course and everything. I realized that people are reaching out to me now. They're actually emailing me and wanting to be on the show. And I'm like, wow, okay. You know what? And, and some of the things I find so easy that I'm a little scared that I'm doing something wrong, you know, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but I'm like, you're right. I think that big shift in your life in those four areas are super important. Do you believe in also being intentional about who you have around you? Cause you, one of them is relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and a lot of people talk about, you know, really being, um, I guess just taking out toxic people or anything like that. Do you believe in that there are toxic people or people that can come in and kind of like throw you off track? A hundred percent. I'm super intentional with who I spend my time with. Like mm -hmm. it is, um, it's the most draining thing for me when I spend time with people who aren't on the same course as me. I don't mean at the same level of success. I don't mean any of that. I just mean right. how how's their mindset, right? Um, and we're talking, and, and here's the hard part for people to understand. When 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 I talk about the the relationship pillar and saying, look, you need to shift your relationships. I'm talking about your parents too. I'm talking about your siblings mm. too. I'm talking mm. about these people that can potentially be a massive drain on you, and you don't even realize it because like, oh well, you know, it's my mom. I have to be super close to them or, Oh, it's my dad. He, you know, that's just how it is. Um, it's not. And God, there was a so moment in my life that. A, a long time ago that I chose not to talk to my father and I didn't talk to my dad for seven and a half years. Um, and now we're super wow. close. I was the best man at his wedding, all these things, but I, for seven and a half years, we didn't say one word to each other. And actually him and I had a conversation a number of years ago and he goes, you know, I'm so, I, I missed you those seven years. Um, but I'm so glad you made the choice you did because you broke generational habits. And so during mm. that time he grew and I grew, um, and that is the power sometimes of cutting the cord on these terrible relationships you're having. And it doesn't always have to be so cut and dry. Here's right. what happens when you begin to live up, level up your life. These people who tend to be toxic, they'll fall off on their own. It, it becomes pretty seamless. They'll start reaching, stop reaching out. Um, because they're just not on your level and, and they're afraid of your success and they just kind of let themselves go. And so again, mm -hmm. focusing on pouring in what, who are the people, who are the people I want to spend my time with the people that are the negative in your life, they'll find their way out. You're so right. And I'm really glad you said that because it's uncomfortable at first, right? It's uncomfortable mm -hmm. for you. It's definitely uncomfortable for them. But, um, I, I, 
I, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, I say the same thing as some people are always like, oh, that's so mean. No, it's not. I just don't want that toxicity next to me, even if it's family, you know, so I'm also very intentional. I've gone that way in the last maybe 10 years and I've realized the shift in my mindset. I used to struggle a lot with depression, anxiety and all that kind of stuff. But once I started to like shift that, it started to like fall off too. So it's not just the people fall off, right? But that energy and the people around you that have that toxicity on them, that falls off too. And then before you know, you're like, whoa, I should have done this 20 years ago, not 10, right? So that is really huge. I mean, you must see such a transformation when you do these retreats, especially because I know, you know, podcasts, we listen to you and then we're off to your next episode. But in in your retreats, you're like, you're sitting there with them, right? Are you there with them for a couple of days or how, how do you run that? Yeah. So it, the, the retreats go a couple of days. We've only done one so far. Uh, the, the retreats really came about because of COVID. So what ended up happening was I, I would do these live events. Um, and what ended up happening was COVID happened. And I was like, I'm, I'm drawn to this idea of making a massive impact in people's lives. And I was mm-hmm. like, I was doing it with the, the live events and I was like, how do I go even deeper? And so COVID presented me with the opportunity, again, understanding that change is going to happen around us. How do we adjust to it? to do these retreats. And we did, just did the first one in Philadelphia and there were 10 attendees and um, we keep them small on purpose. This next one's 18, which is a little bit bigger, but we have more space. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're there the whole time. I, I co-run it with my girlfriend who's actually a holistic wellness coach and a yoga instructor uh, and, and my friend who's actually a spiritual guru and, and uh, business medium. And it was, it was life-changing. We're literally there the whole time. Like at night we're sitting around in our pajamas, you know, chatting and sipping like on coffee and, you know, mm-hmm. having a good time. And, and, you know, the, the real impact that, that I saw was really amazing. And it's still happening. We're in a telegram group together still from the retreat that we wrapped up a couple of weeks ago. And I mean, they're still having massive shifts in their life because wow. they made the choice to get in there. Right. We actually had a, a girl who uh, was engaged um, when she came to the retreat and the day after the retreat, she decided to end the engagement and move back from Florida back to Pennsylvania um, because we realized that these relationships aren't for us. Now, the, here's, the, here's the crazy part. We didn't talk about our engagement the whole, the whole weekend at all. Like, it wasn't like, you need to leave him. Like, it right. was never that. It was she realized that this was the toxicity in her life and she needed to get rid of it. Wow. Um, and so one thing that I realized is that we all have limiting beliefs in our life, right? Um, and in those four pillars, at any given moment, we all have at least a limiting belief in one of those four pillars. Yeah. Like at any time. And I don't mm-hmm. care what level you're at. Like I have, I have friends who make half a, half a billion dollars a year and they have limiting beliefs. Um, and there's a three-step process that I realize works every single time to get out of your limiting beliefs and start to make massive growth and shifts in your life. And the first thing is get uncomfortable. And the getting uncomfortable can be investing in a coach, buying a course, going to a retreat and investing in that. It mm. could be um, ending a relationship. It could be leaving your job to go full-time in entrepreneurship, whatever it is. Like that's the first step, get uncomfortable. Step two is surround yourself with the right people. That's literally having people support so you good. through the process, the people that can help you, whether it be a coach or a mentor or, or people within your community that are at the next level, surround yourself with them. And number three is take action. And if you can figure out those three things, it's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. You can figure out those three things. You're going to succeed every single time. You know, I had a limiting belief that I just overcame in the beginning of this year which was in the wellness pillar. My whole life, ever since I was 12 years old and broke my first hip, um, I struggled with weight and I would go up and down and weight, up and down, up and down, up and down. I was that yo-yo dieter, right? I could lose it. I couldn't <laughs> keep it off. And I, I looked back and I said, why can't I keep this off? 
Why mm-hmm. can't I be physically fit? Why can't I do these things? And it triggered a memory from when I was probably 14 at this point, because I broke my second hip when I was 14. Wow. Um, but the doctor said to me, you're never going to be an athlete. Oh. He knew I was all about baseball. Will I ever play baseball? Wow. And, he's like, and he said, you're never, you're never going to be an athlete. And so I, the end of 2020, I started saying to myself, that's what it is. And so I go, why am I allowing my 12 year old self to tell my 36 year old self what wow. I can and can't do? Um, and so I decided to do those three steps. And number one was I got uncomfortable and I committed to doing 75 hard. Oh um, yeah. I remember you were doing that by Andy Frisella. <laughs> uh, it was, it was amazing and crazy. All the same <laughs> yeah. Time. I remember. Um, yeah, and I'll break down really quick what that is for people who don't know that are listening. It's two 45-minute workouts a day. One must be outside. Now, keep in mind, I did this in January and February. And yeah, that's why uh, I thought you were crazy. No, it's, it's insane. Uh, it's a gallon of water, a uh, 10-page self-help book, no cheat meals, no alcohol, uh, and a progress photo wow. every single day for 75 days straight. And if you mess up any of those things, one of the days, you have to start over at day one. Oh, my um, goodness. Yeah, it's crazy. So, Did I you said, do all 75? I did. So I did all 75. I lost upwards of, of 30, close to 30 pounds. Wow. Um, I'm in the best shape of my life. And it's completely shifted my mindset. I'm out of the, I can't be an athlete anymore. Cause day one, literally day one, I said to my girlfriend, I go, I'm an athlete. And she goes, yeah, you are babe. Um, and so that was the second phase of that. How do you do it? Number one, get uncomfortable. Number two, surround yourself with the right people. She did it with me. Uh, and she supported me wholeheartedly. And number three, take action. I took action. Um, and I was not only able to just lose the weight, I was able to really shift my mindset of who I am when it comes to wellness and and physical fitness. Now, am I going to be the person who goes out there and teaches others how to get abs and do the thing? No, that's not who I want to be. Um, but I know (laughs) that now I can overcome anything when it comes to physical presence. And so that's really, I know this is the longest answer you've ever expected no that's awesome um, but but this is this is the whole thing right the four pillars and the overcoming limiting beliefs and how they're all connected is a proven pattern that i've done multiple times in my life and and my clients and people with their retreats and it's been life-changing how do you deal with though justin like the, not everything is always so rosy right so what, what are you doing on those days that you don't freaking feel like it you know what I mean? Because yeah. I know that when you did those 75 hard, there must have been a day you were like, F this. I don't want to <laughs> do it. <laughs> I know yeah. I would have been me. I would have been like, don't you dare tell me to go outside one more time. So yeah. how do you, you know, how do you reset yourself? Like, do, do you, do you have like a routine that you do? Like, do you pause? Do you, are you in prayer? Like, what, what's your routine to get through stuff like that? Tough times. Yeah. So to to go to the first part, there were plenty of days where I didn't want to do it. I actually hurt my Achilles tendon during, uh, during 75 hard and I still did it. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think the thing is to set yourself up for success, right? Number one, surrounding yourself with the right people who are going to encourage yeah, that's you. That's huge, isn't you down. it? Yeah. That makes it a lot different when you're like, I don't want to do this. And somebody goes, no, you got this, right? Like, yeah. no, we're doing this together or you got this or whatever. Um, that's huge. I mean, for me, knowing again, the big picture, like I don't have, I don't, people ask me like, well, where are you going to be in five years? Like, what's your goal? I don't, I don't really have goals, but I have a vision of who I want to be. Mm. Um, and so I knew that I had this vision that I tied myself to of at the end of 75 hard, this is who I want to be. And that vision drove me to not quit, to not give up, to not whatever. Plus I made it accountable. I talked about it on the podcast. I talked about it on other podcasts. I've talked about it with my friends. And here's the cool part, actually about five or six of my close friends are doing it now. Um, And so it was one of those moments of like, not only did I do it, but then I inspired others to do it too. So it's like a cool little like thing, right? And um, still for me, I think it's a, a bunch of different things and everybody's different. 
Um, yeah. but for me, when I surround myself with the right people and I have that big vision, I, I win every single time and nothing's really going to stop me from, from reaching that next level. Wow. That seems like that's like one of the biggest pieces too, of the, of the four pillars that you teach, right? Is I think you, you, you kind of do have to start yourself off with the right relationships, because I think mm-hmm. that's, what's going to help the business, the finance, the wellness, the spirituality, right? Um, so that's huge. I, I heard you say that like a few times. So I'm definitely taking that away, right? It's the, it's who you surround yourself with. So that's cool. Now I will, I will share a little secret with you. I have definitely been thinking about the 75 hearts since I've been following you, because since I listened to your podcast, you've talked about it a few times. I'm a punk though, Justin, I am a <laughs> punk ass. I don't, <laughs> I can't lie. I was at boot camp yesterday. I barely could walk today. Like, <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, maybe I'll do a, a hard, uh, 10 days or something. I don't know about the 75. <laughs> and, that's, and that's a great place to start. Oh my gosh. Right? Like, like, can you do it for 10 days? Can you do it for 30 days? Can you do it for 60 days? Like it's a yeah. great place to start. Um, I'm really big. I've always been really big on like following and checking things off. Mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. with the workouts is like, I follow, I literally created a whole entire calendar with like, what workouts am I doing every day? So one of the workouts, mind you, was a 45 minute walk outside. So we walk about 3.2 miles every morning, um, which is something that I started to do before. So we kind of primed ourselves for it. Yeah. So back in July of last year, we started walking every morning uh, and slowly built ourselves That's up to, to get to that 45 minutes. Um, and so that was kind of the primer. And so that was like, we still walk every morning, by the way. And so that was the easy thing. The first one was the easy thing. Um, I found at the end of it, I thought it was going to be the cheat meals. Like for me, I'm like, I love wings and pizza and burgers and and all that stuff. And so I thought it was going to be the cheat meals, but it ended up being the second worker. There were certain days where I'm like, I don't want to do this. Um, But the nice part is with, again, you know, creating that check mark off for yourself. I had the schedule and then uh, there's actually a 75 heart app that you check everything off every day. And apparently if you fail, there's a picture of Andy who's a, a bad, a badass looking dude. He's actually over my shoulder right here. He's been on the, he's been on the podcast. Um, but it's like him being like, oh, you haven't failed. Start over day one. Tomorrow. Oh man. And so like, it's like, it's, it's crazy. And so I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to, I was going to ask if you saw it, but you didn't cause you did the whole thing. And yeah. you know, kudos to your girlfriend too, man. She, she's supporting you and she's been there with you. And I think that that is huge. Right. And it helps you just strive every single day for even better. So Justin, kudos to you, man. So I, before I'm going to let you go, I want you to please let us know how we can follow you how we can support you, you know, um, also know more about your events because I'm telling you, your event, the growth now, uh, the, the virtual one. Yeah. Huge. I have like that much notes. I even have been sending it to people like, Oh my gosh, I missed day one. I'm like, I got all the notes. I got you, you know, (laughs) got you. I got the notes. You had great speakers. It was a phenomenal event. Like really. So, um, please let us know how we can keep following you. Yeah. You know, obviously wherever they listen to this podcast, they can go check out the growth now movement. Uh, and I hang out on Instagram a lot with at Justin T shank. It's that's really the best two places uh, where mm-hmm. you can find me. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for saying that about the events. It really is uh, my heart and soul that I pour into them. And um, 
you know, I just can't wait to do a live one again, where, like I said, in, in 2019, we did the first one and we had people come from 15 states in Canada to attend. We had wow. celebrity speakers and, and all these amazing people. And um, it was a, literally a day and a half long rock concert for entrepreneurs and forward thinkers and, you know, people really looking to level up in their life. I just can't wait to do it again. I can't wait to, for you to do it because I'm going to be there. That yes. I mean, just virtual was amazing. So I need to be there in person because that that energy alone was yeah, Justin, you're doing a phenomenal job, man. Thank, thank you. So you. By the way, you're phenomenal at this. So thank you so much for oh, having thank you. On and having this conversation. It means a lot. I appreciate you. And, and I appreciate all of you too. So make sure that you don't forget to subscribe. Go ahead and leave a comment. Don't forget to follow Justin because he is going to be worth your earbuds and your time. Thank you guys so much. Until next time. Make sure that you visit our website at Straight Talk No Sugar Added, where you can subscribe to our show on iTunes and Stitcher or anywhere you listen to your podcast or on YouTube so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about our show, that would be awesome awesome too. If you like this show, you might want to check out our book as well. It's Hit Me With Your Best Shot, How I Overcame a Hard-Hitting Life. I am Nina Perez and I am here for you. If you are looking for private coaching, make sure that you email me at hello at straighttalknosugaraddit.com. Until next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.